0: Hello, and welcome to An Alternative Approach, a podcast for misfits, outcasts, and those too much to the beat of their own drum. I'm your host, Julia Christine. This week, I'm going to be talking to you about five ways we should really be mothering ourselves as adults. And the reason for this, the reason that this is heavy on my heart, is thinking about the number of times that we, as alternatives, maybe have trauma in our past and how that has impacted us going forward and kind of where our triggers are that maybe aren't where we want them to be. Nobody, I don't think anybody really wants to be triggered. So today I want to look at how we can be mothering ourselves to maybe not be so triggered. So the first one is going to be really obvious. It's going to be food. Like making sure that you get five, you know, I almost said five square meals, three square meals a day, making sure you get three square meals a day. That's like number one of taking care of kids is making sure that they eat and the things that they eat have nutrition to them. Like, can you imagine if we as adults actually mothered ourselves that way? Like, hey, you can have a breakfast, but it needs to have a carb, a protein, a fruit, at least one or two fruits and some kind of water or juice. Like if we started every morning like that, I can only imagine like how much better my morning would be rather than maybe, you know, just coffee, which might be what I'm doing now. Um, So number two is regular sleep patterns. Um, Mothers make sure that you have a bedtime and making sure that you adhere, or at least, you know, have that range of bedtime. Like, my kids go to bed no later than. Some people, it's 10 o'clock. Some people, it's 8. But when mom says you have to do something, ideally, you, you do it, right? So that would be a wonderful way that we can mother ourselves. Number two is getting regular sleep. Um, number three is making sure that you and your clothes are clean. Like, these are really simple things, and yet they make a huge difference to our lives, especially if we may be struggling in one way or another. Um, So, making sure that, like, I have my kids take showers every day because it helps to keep the body healthy. It helps to check in with yourself. It, like... Especially as my kids were small, doing the bath time every day helped me to keep track of any skin conditions that might be arising or otherwise that I would have completely missed. You know, like sometimes there's bruises and I'm like, hey, what happened? Um, Or that's actually how I caught my kids allergies early was because I was doing daily bath time and I saw a rash starting. And had I not been, that would have gone even more days unnoticed and of course clean clothes are just it's like it's presentable and it feels good to be in clean clothes like to be able to present yourself to others and not have to worry that oh my gosh I have this big stain it's there's a lot there for self-worth that I think goes unnoticed especially when mental health may be bad number four would be giving yourself soft time and I say this in the way of when one of my kids is having a really bad day, do I tell them, oh my gosh, how dare you have a bad day? What's wrong with you? No, I maybe wrap them in a blanket, give them a cup of hot cocoa, put on their favorite movie. And I think if we were to do the same thing with ourselves, like, you know, I um have a download available for anybody that wants to subscribe. To the email list, it's called the Rough Day Reset. and But this is the system that I use for my kids, right? And for myself on the days that really I could use a little extra. Little extra love, little extra comfort. And I think if we were to mother ourselves in that way, again, a huge difference, not just to our mental health, but also the physical because one manifests in the other. So number five is really an intangible, like the rest, the other ones are, are very tangible, practical tips. Number five is something that I've been working on personally, and I think a number of us could also use, but it looks, it looks different. And that is listening to yourself. Sounds crazy, kind of. Listening to yourself looks like when you are in distress, when you are having a not just for a rough time but also for your your wins what makes you excited right is imagine yourself as a child coming up to you and saying oh my gosh i have this really cool thing can i share it with you how are you going how are you going to approach that how would you approach a child doing that to you are you going to dismiss them are you going to tell them to go away are you going to are you going to tell them in the same way that we tell ourselves oh it's not that big a deal to both the good and the bad? Are you going to tell them, oh, it's not that big a deal? Like, "Mm, I mean, but it's great that you made that piece of art, but you have to consider a real job. Would you tell a child that? So why why would you tell yourself that, right? And that's part of that mothering process that I think that we could really benefit from when we re-mother ourselves is to allow ourselves to listen. Which leads me to this week's reflection question. So this week's reflection question is, what are some of the areas that you have been trying to talk to yourself and you haven't been listening? And just list them out, right? Even if it's just like maybe two or three, um, but suddenly paying attention to the rhetoric in your own mind even... Like, pay attention to what you've been saying and what you would want to say to say, like, your six-year-old self. This has been an Alternative Approach. If you found this helpful, please be sure to share with your friends and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.